Humboldt's last week. Hey, welcome to Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. This features highlights from Humboldt's last seven days of news when you want it, while you drive, while you exercise, while you're getting stuff done, anytime. A way to catch up real quick. If this is something you're liking, please spread the word. Thanks for connecting at HumboldtLastWeek.com and also on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. I'm very appreciative. Support this week comes from Los Bagels. Since 1984, Los Bagels has been pleasing the world's taste buds with boiled and baked organic bagels. Cucumbin, bacon scram, whatever your flavor, they have it for you. Or ship bagels to yourself or friends at losbagels.com. I mean, even if you're going simple there with butter or cream cheese, it always hits the spot. Let's jump in. Local police officers in the community teamed up in Eureka to benefit Make-A-Wish, helping kids with life-threatening conditions. Such a great cause, and this is fun. The cops were making light of themselves. They called the event Wine and Swine. A little bit of a roast. Kind of unintentionally sadistic, too. They're eating pulled pork while at the same time giving belly scratches to a pet pig there. If Babe only knew what they were eating. This is cool. Fortuna Police Chief Bill Doberstein may have saved a life at the event. A woman was choking, and they said he opened up her airway in one swift move. Very awesome. So a great benefit raising money for local kids that deserve amazing experiences. Doesn't get better than that. Organizers told Red-Headed Black Belt Wine and Swine raised over 40 grand. It's a fat piggy bank. Well, a couple of non-marijuana businesses in Eureka on 4th Street are worried that the cannabis industry will force them to shut down or move. Cannabis businesses are looking to set up shop from 8th Street to 4th Street because that zone is not as regulated. Primo spot for them. Non-marijuana businesses fear the cannabis industry can possibly afford to pay more rent, which could lead to them being kicked out. They'll marijuana give them the boot. That was bad. Non-marijuana business owners interviewed by North Coast News also said having cannabis businesses next door could be bad for business in their image. That's their perspective. In related news, our Senator Mike McGuire does not think the recreational marijuana industry will be ready to go before the deadline on January 1st next year. He's chairing a committee looking at timelines for making sure cannabis is properly taxed and regulated in reflection of Prop 64. And he's skeptical. He told the SACB, quote, being blunt, that had to be on purpose. Sorry, quote, being blunt, there's no way California can meet all the deadlines. This is cool. A wine company out of Arcata won double gold at this year's San Francisco Chronicle Wine Competition. Their 2015 Trinity River Sauvignon Blanc was one of over 6,800 entries this year. Established in 2012, Trinity River Vineyards makes red and white wine using only grapes grown right here in Humboldt. And this is not their first time getting positive recognition. They've also received an award at the Sunset Magazine International Wine Competition. Cheers to them. Clink those glasses. But no cheers for this guy, Dick Move of the Week. Somebody lacking intelligence decided to drive over the grass at Roner Park in Fortuna, spinning their wheels intentionally to dig muddy trenches. On top of that, they ran over a flower bed on their way out. Cop in Fortuna told Channel 3 this is not the first time this has happened. The damage could cost over $1,000. Suspects were in a white Chevy Colorado truck, single cab. If you know who did that, definitely let the Fortuna Police Department know. Well, this is awesome. Humboldt musician Beryl Alexander is looking for a mystery man that he randomly collaborated with in an airport a couple of years back. Freestyle rapper named Dwayne stepped in while he was jamming and then delivered some lines flawlessly. Beryl Alexander told Eric Black at KHSU Dwayne came into the mix naturally. Wonder if Dwayne has a professional music career of his own. Now they're trying to track him down using the hashtag FindDwayne. 
video has over a million views on YouTube. Post a link at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Well, President Trump wants to stop giving federal money to sanctuary cities. That would be cities that do not deport undocumented immigrants. The county told the journal it's their policy to treat people the same whether they're here legally or not. The cops in Eureka said it'll never be part of their patrol plan to seek out undocumented immigrants. But if they find criminals along the way that are undocumented, they'll use their status as a tool in their investigations. Right now, though, Humboldt has no sanctuary cities. Arcata specifically said they want more community discussion before taking an official sanctuary city stance. Arcata and Eureka both have resolutions citing inclusion as a community value. In related news, some drug arrests were made in Fortuna and Hydesville, right, with the help of federal immigration agents. Apparently, these agents were only there to translate Spanish and back up the county in a big bust featuring meth, heroin, cocaine, guns. Even still, this led to fears from some in the Hispanic community that people are going to be deported. The Trump administration has clearly put some local immigrants on edge. So, in response, a group called Centro del Pueblo is calling on the county and all police officers here in the county to refuse to work with federal immigration agents at all. These immigration agents told Loco they have not changed procedures since Trump took office, but basically they've seen more tattletaling since then. They also stated their operations are targeted, and the majority of their operations are crime-related. That's still not sitting well with Centro del Pueblo. Big old semi, big rig on the way to a grocery store in Eureka overturned, and then some people allegedly stole a bunch of food from the back. CHP told Kim Kemp that although these people are thieves, they were stealing stuff headed for the dump. I guess it's usually protocol in situations like that to throw away groceries that are involved in a collision. Hmm. Well, El Pueblo on Fuego, the El Pueblo market on Broadway in Eureka burned down. You heard about that, right? Luckily, nobody was hurt, but it caused a major traffic headache. You get stuck in that? Looks like the county's arson task force is involved in the investigation. That's just protocol. We'll see what the cause was. I saw Kim Kemp shared that the fire at El Pueblo Market caused an estimated $750,000 in damage. The county hired a new public defender, but some local lawyers told the North Coast Journal the hiring process is tainted by influence from cops and prosecutors. Quote was, it's the fox watching the hen house. So while hiring a keyword defender... Not a single defense attorney was on the hiring panel. Wow. I think the standout accusation here is the panel hired someone easier to manipulate so the cops and prosecutors could win more. The journal noted this new public defender, David Marcus, was once accused in Florida of only spending 30 to 40% of his day at work. I'll reiterate, that was just an accusation. In a press release announcing the hire, they go into how qualified he is with tons of experience and a bunch of degrees. Well, speaking of the journal, their editor, Thad Greenson, won the James Madison Freedom of Information Award, which will be presented next month in the Bay Area. This came after a victory in his multiple-year battle with the city of Eureka to make police videos available to the public, a case that set a statewide precedent. I chatted with Thad about that in a Humboldt Last Week episode back in October. Did a good job respectfully fighting for transparency. A statewide organization that focuses on preventing sexual assault chose Humboldt's own Kyla Baxley as Investigator of the Year. Public Investigator was noted as a go-to person when looking into physical assault, sexual assault, child abuse, and human trafficking. DA Maggie Fleming said Baxley builds trusting relationships with survivors who are instrumental in securing guilty verdicts. Good stuff. The state health department is saying don't eat Humboldt clams, mussels, or crab guts because of toxins. 
because crab meat is fine, just not their guts, because they might be eating these toxic shellfish. These toxins can make you sick or kill you, so watch out. Again, no crab guts, mussels, or clams for a while. A couple of sad things to note. A 16-year-old girl was found dead in a hotel room at the Best Western on Broadway in Eureka. Foul play was not expected. Also, the body of a guy in his 30s was found floating near the docks along Humboldt Bay in Eureka. Foul play, once again, not expected. It's never easy hearing about stuff like that, and there's no word yet if those deaths are drug or alcohol related. But unfortunately, that morbid tone leads us to the main story this week. The county has a gut-wrenching report indicating the number of people dying from overdoses keeps getting higher in Humboldt. It's terrifying. Drugs and alcohol are killing way more people here on average than the rest of the state and nation. We're at three times the state average here. I'll repeat, overdose deaths in Humboldt at least three times the state average. It's been that way for a long time, too, 15 years. And I guess people here are dying from meth use at a crazy high rate, too. There were 39 meth-related deaths in Humboldt last year. In addition to addiction treatment, officials want to nip this in the bud by focusing on the main underlying cause, which is trauma. When it comes to the number of traumatic experiences during childhood, did you know Humboldt has the highest amount per child in the state? It's so sad. The last thing kids need are traumatic experiences. So tackling trauma means having better access to mental health services and a potential program to expand treatment services is looking promising. It's a regional thing that would allow people in Humboldt to access treatment in neighboring counties, but... County told the Time Standard a repeal of the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, might limit how many people can use that program. It would basically limit the number of Medi-Cal patients that can sign up. After reporter Will Houston put this article out, driving the point home that too many people are dying from overdoses here, Time Standard editor Mark Valls put out an editorial pushing for more addiction treatment access in Humboldt. If we look at Humboldt and Mendocino counties, it is business as usual. It's been business as usual for the past 15 years. We've been drugging and drinking ourselves to death at three times the rate of anywhere else in the state. So I'd say we're uh, fairly desensitized already. So I asked Mark how he believes the Trump administration's actions on Obamacare could impact Humboldt County. Regardless of what I believe, if uh, D.C. repeals the Affordable Care Act and uh, gives us no replacement, then uh, around 18,400 people here in Humboldt County are going to lose their health care. Uh, that's a number our reporter Will Houston got from Humboldt County, and it's a number so large it's uh, bigger than all of Arcata. Or all of Fortuna, Ferndale, and Rio Dell. Take your pick. That's the equivalent. Boom. Gone. No health care for you. People without health care are going to die faster and in greater numbers than people with health care. I think that's a given. But nobody's repealed anything just yet. There's no official replacement plan either, but uh, time in Washington, D.C. will tell. So how would he like his readers to push for more drug, alcohol, and trauma treatment access in Humboldt County? That's up to you, me, everybody out there. We can uh, volunteer with local programs. We can call our representatives. We can just demand better. You know, give it the office. Do whatever you feel need the uh, need to do. It's... It's a big problem. It's not going away on its own. In his editorial, Mark noted our community should not just sit there and chalk up high overdose death rates to a result of poor life choices. I asked what he would say to those that disagree. I would tell him that uh, we sent our reporter, Will Houston, to talk to county mental health workers and early childhood development experts. And what they told Will was that one of the drivers behind drinking and drugging yourself to death is having a lousy childhood. They call it adverse childhood experiences. It's basically family feud from hell. So if you grow up and you're abused or neglected, or if your mother's beat up, if your parents are drunk or stoned or mentally ill or in jail or divorced, 
If you rack up four or more of these traumas on the big board, survey says you're 10% more likely to start shooting up later in life. Survey says that Humboldt and Mendocino counties have the highest number of adverse childhood experiences in the state. Survey says 50% more child abuse reports are being filed here than the state average. Uh, survey says a lot. So getting back to your question, I would ask if being abused as a kid is a poor life choice. Uh, we all know plenty of people who had rough childhoods who aren't drinking or drugging themselves to death. But it's a thing, and even if we do write it off as a poor life choice, it's going to affect everyone. If you live in a place where too many people are on drugs, they're going to be breaking into your cars and into your houses because drugs cost money. Then it's you and your good life choices versus somebody else's need to get high, and even if you're armed, it doesn't always work out for you. Uh, to make a long story short, uh, if we look at the last 15 years, and we know that too many kids here are having terrible childhoods, and they're more likely to drug themselves to death because of it, yeah, we might be interested in changing that. The status quo isn't working out. Uh, now, we've been told more counseling would help, but if anybody out there has a better idea, let us know. Uh, we would love to know. Uh, you can send us suggestions uh, by emailing uh, the Times Standard at letters at times-standard.com. Please do. We'd love to hear the suggestions. Thanks again to Mark Valls for his work on the podcast this week. Also, thanks to you for connecting at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Definitely let me know if you have any thoughts. And thanks for checking out localized content on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. Finally, much appreciation again to Los Bagels for supporting this episode. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.